Ava Oberholzer, Chief of Growth at the Cardano Foundation, gives us the scoop on what's ahead for 2021 on this edition of your Cardano Update. Hello, Cardonians everywhere. Welcome to a fresh episode of your Cardano Update. It's the 15th of January, 2021. I'm James Kiever, your host, and one of three stake pool operators at United Stakes of Cardano. Low fee, high pledge stake pool, nowhere near oversaturation. So if you're looking for a pool, United Stakes of Cardano is looking for you. Ticker USA01, we'd love to have you. All right, ready or not, 2021 is out the gate and each arm of Cardano is busy implementing, innovating, and ultimately seeking adoption. Fortunately for us, the Cardano Foundation has given us a sneak peek into 2021 with a very special guest. She's in charge of growth at the Cardano Foundation and has only been on the job since October of last year. Ava Oberholzer joining us all the way from Switzerland. Ava, thank you so much for giving us some of your time today. Thank you for having me, James. I can't even begin to imagine what the last three months have been like for you since you've joined the Cardano Foundation team, though. I wonder if you could maybe try and tell us what those last few months have been like. What have you learned? What have you seen? How would you characterize this time? Um, my first three months. Uh, so the goal of my first in my first three months was uh, deepening my knowledge about Cardano to um, gain insights about the tech stack, the repos, the sandboxes we have to learn more about uh, the, the current capabilities and of course to look at the roadmap and, and the path that lies ahead of us. Um, yeah, clearly one an, another objective was to, to get to know the community a bit better, to know how they act and interact and of course also to get to know my team, the team behind CF, um, learn about our mission and see how we are, how we are fulfilling this mission. And uh, it was certainly an intense and, uh, and, and busy time, uh, but very rewarding. Um, I got to know a lot. I had a lot of conversation with smart and very enthusiastic people, um, highly motivated to advance our ecosystem and to take the, the project uh, and to a further step. And uh, in terms of achievements for within CF, uh, I also would be. Uh, I also believe we did. Uh, we we we've achieved a few very critical things. One of uh, one of the things is the uh, is our delegation methodology, which we have announced for for CF um, as a as a reaction of the Shelley mainnet, uh, where we try to support and involve individual um, state pools. We have launched the Cardano metadata um, connector, which is basically the first POC um, of the Cardano metadata functionality, and most probably also the first uh, first use case for for supply chain tracking. Um, what we also um, what is more within my remit is we have built um, a markets and growth team where we actually harmonized and unified certain um, teams and function within CF, purely focusing on growth and purely focusing on, 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 um, on, on driving, driving the ecosystem further. Well, what would you say is ahead for the Cardano Foundation in 2021? So, um, 
yes, I mean, with the rollout of Gogan and uh, the great function functionalities that we have in the pipeline, such as dApps and smart contracts, contracts that will arrive in 2021, I think it's a big year for Cardano and uh, for our ecosystem, and therefore it's going to be a big year for, for the Cardano Foundation. Um, one of our core focuses in 2021 um, will be governance. Um, Voltaire has already begun through Project Catalyst. Um, we will need different and, and additional mechanisms to, to um, make Cardano a, a decentralized and, and basically self-governing network. So therefore, that's something we, we continue to empower the network and, and the community. Um, then another key priority for CF will be to bring bring in more technical people, bring in more technical capabilities into our ecosystem. Um, I think we have great capabilities thanks to IOHK and Imorgo, but in the future um, we will need an, 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 a community of developers who will who will um, further develop our our um, protocol and and build on our project build on Cardano. So, so that's, that's definitely also on our, um, on our radar. Then um, I think for, for my team as such, for the markets and growth team, we have certain inward oriented um, goals that we become more data oriented, data driven, metrics driven, and, um, and um, achieve this, this, or, or get to the point where we are this, um, outside in focused function, which means totally focused on, on our users and our community. And of course, we have uh, also um, short term outward oriented goals, which is focusing on, on the ambassador program. It's focusing on um, the developer strategy, as mentioned, bringing in more more technical capabilities and as a third element on on initiatives that we already have such as catalyst uh and and we drive to move forward together with with the other participants in in the ecosystem and of course um iohk so that's that's a bit of a that's that's my outlook <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm glad you brought up the ambassador program because I was going to ask you about it. It's a hotbed topic, depending on who you talk to. I understand it's going to be your baby. What do you think of the ambassador program as it is? I mean, what are its strengths and weaknesses? And what would you say we can expect from the program moving forward? Um, first of all, the ambassador program will be our baby. So uh, we have also increased our internal resources or um, the time we will spend on, on a new program. It is a phase approach we, we use. Um, so uh, the next phase, phase three, uh, we have already outlined um, our strategy uh, or drafted a strategy. We are now in validation. We have had several um, talks with ambassadors to get feedback on um, what are the strengths, what are the weaknesses in their point of view. If you ask me, I think, but the, the ambassador program as such is just a very great thing. Um, it's unique in, in the blockchain, in the blockchain space. So, um, and if I look at the number, it's great what we have achieved so far, what we've produced um, in terms of meetups, content, uh, translations, it's, it's, uh, it's immense. So, so as such, it is, it is already an achievement um, and one of its core strengths is definitely the ambassadors uh, we have currently um, and and the, the growth we have in in those ambassadors 
a weakness is most certainly, or, or I think where we can still improve is in, in communication and in um, coordination and in adding a strategic, um, adding strategic direction. Uh, why am I saying this? Uh, so far, as mentioned, we, we have a, a pool of ambassadors and we didn't really have a lot of, uh, of, 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 of internal of people that that were able to to fully focus on on the ambassador program so therefore a lot of the communication part was standardized um, some ambassador they have applied for a certain role we have rejected them because we couldn't we couldn't really we didn't really have use for that particular role um even though we have use for any sort of ambassadors and and then the, the communication was just rejection, uh, which is probably not really related to to this to to the respective ambassador, but it was just uh, just not needed at that moment. And um, so I think that is one of the weaknesses. And and what we work on going forward is that we have a better idea of where we stand, a better idea of what we need, what capabilities um do we need in the future and what capabilities do we have out there and how can we how can we connect those two things and also of course look at at any strategic directions any strategic goals we have and see how we can um, use the ambassador program work with our ambassador to to jointly to collaboratively uh, collaboratively achieve those goals sorry so that's that's a bit what's uh, what's uh, about weakness and strength. I think I think the pipeline, as such, uh, we will have certain things we change in in short term in the next phase. Um, we want to have we want to introduce a new governance mechanism or an additional governance mechanism um, where we give that to to the ambassadors um, give give uh, give the power to ambassadors. So that what that's one of the the changes. We also want to have more functions um, added to to the ones or more roles to the ones we already have. Uh, that will be a change. And um, as mentioned, we will have roles that are probably a bit exotic and um, connected to to other initiatives. So that that will um, be one of the changes. And I guess and and other one is also that we look at. The incentive model as such and the different markets and the different needs um, in particular and probably have a bit of a more um, um, detailed and and um, diverse approach in in that regard and i think if we really look at the long-term objective of the the ambassador program um, i think the ambassador program in like going forward should be really a a self-governing um, program. It should be a network of highly skilled and motivated people working towards um, the same goal um, together with us. I think that's going to be that role of the CF will change anyway. At the moment, it's very important that we set uh, certain frameworks because we are our role is we are very at the beginning, um, like at the entry point of of everyone who enters Cardano, and and we are at the we are the last instance of accountability because you need in certain things if you deal with um with regulators with enterprises they need to have a unit 
that they can talk to a regulated unit and um, and this regulated unit is sometimes also um, needed if for for auditing function or testing um, functionalities. So um, I think now we are very more in the defining aspects and moving forward, we we we're going to be uh, more in the in the auditing uh, auditing function as a SCF. So. Um, when once we are on that level, I guess I hope that the ambassador program will will be um, a, a, really a network, a, a value, a web of value and network within the community of, of contributors. Suffice to say, there's a lot in store for the Cardano uh, ambassador program. I wanted to ask you, Cardano Foundation CEO Fred Griegard, he's done a few interviews recently, and in one, he described your role as iterating and failing often when exploring solutions. I think this is incredible and indicative of a very curious work environment. Can you talk about this and maybe anything else that uh, unorthodox like this uh, working with the foundation? Sure. Um, in my view, such an approach is not unorthodox, but follows a certain zeitgeist. Um, many people think that that um, growth means defining a target and achieving the numbers that are that are linked to this target. Um, I agree that metrics are are important, but I don't think that the numbers at the end uh, or the numbers you define are the important numbers. I think the important numbers and metrics are the ones in between. Um, what do I mean by that? I think, I mean, in in measuring and in testing and failing, you you learn, right? This is a, a normal process of, of learning. And since we make assumptions about, I don't know, needs, about like, I don't know, benefits or, or what works, what doesn't work, we at the end we never we don't know uh, so so that means we have to test it, and we it's all about um, in inventing tools, engaging in analytics and benchmarking best practices to help achieve the end goal. Therefore, in my eyes, growth is kind of a mindset. It's not numbers. In, in order to live that mindset, you need uh, have this curious and trial error culture that loves to to try out new ideas, that loves to fail and um, just move on. As you do the same in, in, um, in, 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 in science, where you also um, verify and falsify different different theories. And I think the same occurs to, to, um, to my work and, and to my team's work. That's a very good point. Now, you and Fred are both from PwC. Those are strong connections to have from such a prestigious firm. You plan to leverage this relationship to further the Cardano ecosystem? Hmm. I leverage every relationship I have for the Cardano ecosystem, of course. But I admit, yes, the connections uh, from PwC, they are, they are great. I have profited so much to have worked in, in this big company and um, have had such an interesting role. Uh, where I was working in communications, heading the comms team, and at the same time was able to actually support um, startups and organization in, in, in communication and go-to-market strategies and growth strategies. And amongst them also um, companies interested in blockchain, companies interested in cryptos, and of course also crypto, crypto startups, the ones that had a, a, a white paper and now needed a strategy for it. <laughs> and um, 
and had raised a few a few millions. So that that was that's super interesting. Those connections we've made there. Uh, when it comes to the relationship between Fred and I, we didn't work that much together since I was I had more of a firm owned or my my major focus was really on 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 communication for PwC and just partly I did I did uh, the, the consulting work um, within that we have met but we haven't really worked much together so um, actually when when I joined uh, when I joined CF that was the time when I where I got to know Fred <laughs> as a as a colleague and um, I'm very happy that I that I got this opportunity and um, yes every every yes. relationship we have every I think we all I mean as mentioned we already started to leverage um, such such um, such uh, relationships and I can't wait until we have Gogan out and, um, and and Plutus especially for for the more institutional audience um, we need to have in our ecosystem to to bring them in. Now, Ava, this is a little bit, this isn't in the list of questions, but I'm definitely curious because you have such a strong financial background. Tell me the story, how Bitcoin kind of came on your radar. And, and then it, it, if, how did you find out about Cardano too? I'm really curious how you came to know about both of these. Hmm, sure. Um, first time I got in touch with Bitcoin was 2011. Um, my former boyfriend, he was engineer and, uh, we had a few raspberry pies at home and he, uh, he brought up the idea that we could, um, start mining some bitcoins, this totally new digital currency. That's when I came across the white paper and, and learned a bit more about Bitcoin and, and owned my first bitcoins. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was my Bitcoin story. I, I was always a very interested in tech so the financial industry that i ended up there was more of a coincidence um it was because i i needed money to travel and um and uh, that was uh, one of the job opportunities i had while studying so so that how i came into into the financial industry but i i wouldn't miss that experience it's a great experience uh, when it comes to blockchain in general um i learned about blockchain when I worked, not learned, but um, learned about its impact or its potential when I was um, working for the Swiss financial market infrastructure, the, the stock exchange. Uh, I went to a conference and I just saw that everybody, every bank was very, um, had the same question, how how um, disruptive is, that was actually the word of the year by then, how disruptive is that uh, that new technology? What does it mean for us? and what does it mean for the entire industry? And that's when I realized, okay, this is something um, something very interested, tr interesting, and something I I want to to focus further on, or I, I work in. And that was then also, of course, the time when I when I got to know um, about Cardano. Um, I, after I left PwC, I worked for another um, crypto startup. We were first a crypto startup, and then we became the first. Um, fully licensed bank um, in the world um, offering crypto services, and of course, if you if you work in such a such a bank, we have looked into all the projects, all the protocols, uh, to see which ones are are the most promising one, and everything that's on the top list of coin market cap is is of course um is was interesting and and was looked uh, looked in detail, and Cardano was always for me um, one of the most fascinating projects. 
uh, when I saw the, yeah, like everybody whiteboard presentation that was like, oh, wow, this is, uh, if, if this really, if, if this is really happening, it's, yeah, it's going to be amazing. It speaks volumes to me that, uh, you know, you got the, a chance to look at a whole bunch of projects working for that uh, digital bank. And now you're the chief of growth at the Cardano Foundation. I think that's just that that speaks volumes. Eva Oberholzer, excuse me, Eva Oberholzer. We are so grateful to hear you uh, from you and couldn't be more excited about the future of Cardano. Again, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you, James. Very likewise, and also very curious to 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 go that path and to see what the future brings. Thanks a lot. Not too long back, the Cardano Foundation announced the Metadata Connector for ScanTrust Supply Chain Tracking. That's a proof of concept example of supply chain tracking using the blockchain. If you missed that, we'll include the link to that release in the description of this video. We'll be bringing you more information on this in the coming weeks, but Monday at 1600 GMT, which is 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Cardano Foundation is hosting a metadata workshop to discuss how transactional metadata works and potential use cases. They made the announcement for the workshop in the metadata of an actual Cardano transaction. Here it is. May not seem like much, but this is a game changer. Again, that workshop is Monday and we'll include a link to it in the description of this video. All right, that is our show for you today. We really appreciate you and would love to hear your thoughts and story ideas if you have any. Of course, you can leave a comment below, but if you'd like to reach us another way, here's our Telegram channel for The Stake Pool, my Twitter account, The Stake Pool's Twitter account, and my email address. Please be sure to like the video and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget, we're able to bring you this newscast because United States of Cardano is paying the bills. The best way to help us continue to bring you awesome Cardano content is to stake with our stake pool, United States of Cardano. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. I'm James Kiever, and that's your Cardano Update.